hey 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 welcome back to the shelf we've just gonna we've just got a little uh, not a full campfire for you um but we're just wrapping up uh black history month so um as we come to the end of black history month with the theme of proud to be we are reflecting um over this month with laughter because you know we always like to laugh we're always laughing about something definitely curiosity uh, wondering what's next and excitement as always Season two launches today, so we're really, really excited about that. And we know you're going to be excited. Hold on, uh, Patsy, don't forget to tell them about Thames Valley Radio. Oh, yeah. And we launch uh, with Thames Valley Radio today. So, again, more excitement there. Curious, as always, uh, we hope you are too, wondering what's what's to come. Um, but always, as always, you know, we want you to follow, follow, follow. We want you to share, 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 because we can't do this without you. Thanks, Patsy, for that wonderful introduction. So in my circle, there are many reasons why I'm proud to be a mum and an auntie specifically. It's an opportunity to sit back and wonder at the achievements of our selfies. It took us a lot to get them there. Many days, years, weeks of pain. So actually, when we can look at them and think and smile, you know, um, in, in, in the glory that they become, um, we're very happy. Happy. So today we're proud that my um, oldest daughter, Sophia, has joined us to end our Black History Month celebrations. Um, and if you're curious, um, please take a look at the video clip, but you should have already done that, um, that we shared at the start of Black History Month. Who can forget a visit to Eton College, where the guests in attendance were Coots Bank? So let's hear from Sophia now to understand why she's proud to be. Good evening, everyone. Evening. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> my name is Sophia Shekinoakadese. Lucky for me, my name is phonetic. Unlike Chimitwi Ngozi, which is a name I've just put together, or Bakayo Ayin Kasaka, who you probably recognise as Arsenal's number seven. I can appreciate that sometimes a name is difficult to pronounce. And if you ever find yourself in one of those predicaments, just ask. I'm a second generation African, where my name carries my heritage. My mother, Tanzanian, my father, Angolan, Portuguese, and Cuban. I'm also a child of seven, third to be exact, which makes me a self-proclaimed role model to my siblings. I'm proud to have a big family, where my parents equally recognize our individual achievements, but always fundamentally push us to give 110% every single day. For example, before any exam, I always say, wish me luck. And my dad's response, always predictable, you make your own luck. It used to annoy me. I would just think, just wish me luck. But it's true. Hard work always beats talent. However, it's not always enough. And it's definitely not a guarantee for me as a black girl in the same way it is for my white peers. I've been thinking a lot about opportunity versus privilege. I knew I was different. I mean, the Afro hair was a strong giveaway. My parents told me be visible. Don't give them a reason to forget your name. Show how capable you are. That filtered through to all aspects of mine and my siblings' lives. Education is a priority in my house. That means going to school well outside the catchment area. I was fortunate enough to be in an environment that enabled me to excel, but really I feel as though the drive was part and parcel of my DNA. Going to school in this area meant that I didn't see a lot of people who looked like me. So you can imagine, I wasn't expecting a lot more when I got to Hollyport. 
but there actually was a lot more. I remember having this overwhelming feeling of shock and excitement that there were actually people that looked like me. So that was great. And then I'd come home to my lovely family. And living with nine people meant that sometimes being seen was the last thing you wanted. It's always busy. And being the third child meant that sometimes I'd get forgotten. Unintentionally. But my parents always have a lot going on, which is a consequence of having tons of children. Initially, I struggled to articulate this speech based on the theme proud to be, because when I think about it, I just am proud to be black. But it also allowed me to question what exactly I'm proud of. In the poem Still I Rise, Maya Angelou articulates the black struggle perfectly. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. She highlights just how remarkable black people really are in every aspect of our lives when faced with an obstacle. Despite the poor portrayal in the media and low representation on the decision table, the drive and determination of my people to get to influential positions career-wise in particular is truly inspirational. Recently, when researching diversity representation across tech giants in Silicon Valley between 2014 and 2018, I was alarmed to discover the scale of white male representation. I then found myself looking on the Coots website. I looked at the board. I was overwhelmed by the lack of diversity. I found reference to two internal networks at Coots, one representing group gender and the other rainbow networks, but failed to find representation that I could identify with. Looking at the front row, it's obvious that Coots does have diverse people but why couldn't I find any on the website? Time to lean in a little further. I'd welcome a signpost to that. I'm proud to be a black woman, proud of my heritage, proud of my curly hair and my skin, proud to be a sister and a role model to young black girls. I do not have the privilege to walk about forgetting who I am and must strive constantly to demonstrate the possibilities that come with perse perseverance. I'm proud to celebrate the achievements of young black people who inspire me to keep working hard, proud to be part of a generation that isn't colorblind, but is color conscious, that recognizes that by having those uncomfortable conversations, we're sharing the good, highlighting the bad, and working towards eradicating the ugly. It is our responsibility to create a legacy that is truly diverse, rich, and inclusive, to hand over to the next generation. Thank you. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you, Sophia. Fantastic there. We are very, I would just say, I am proud to be in the same room as you. I'm proud to be your, I'm proud you're my um, adopted daughter. And I'm proud to have seen you grow to um, the young lady that you are today. You're going to be amazing. And I'm so excited about your future. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. So as we um, come to a close here, for 31 days, we've celebrated the achievements of Black History Month, whether that be individuals, organizations, um, programs, you know, uh, radio shows, however you have chosen to celebrate, however you have chosen to ingest those good things. But one thing I would say to you is remember, we've done 31 days, but Black History Month, isn't just confined to a month, it is every day. So please do find your own way to celebrate we in whatever way that you can 365 days of the year.
as always um thanks for listening stay curious and we'll see you at the next campfire